0: talk about, but I can. Uh, And why don't we start there? I watched this tiny little indie movie uh, called Save Yourselves. Have you ever heard of this? It's it's from 2020. Save Yourselves. And it's a super indie film wherein two uh, Brooklyn hipsters, we're calling them hipsters. the, The movie doesn't explicitly, but They're hipsters uh, go on a week long technology retreat wherein they don't bring their phones. They turn everything off. No, anything, whatever. Um, And while they are away, uh, aliens invade the planet Mm -hmm. and (laughs) they kind of find out slowly because they have their phones off and don't get like all of the news alerts that are going on. Of course, seeing. And it's, like, just this hilarious little indie film that's, like, Mm -hmm. well-made. It's 100% what, like, the far right thinks, like, all liberals are. (laughs) You know, like, the aliens start (laughs) invading. uh, And they figure out that there's a gun in the basement of the cabin where they're staying. Mm -hmm. And uh, they start spouting about, like, no, we're not going to use a gun. We're not going to use a gun. Like, I'm 11... percent more likely to hurt you in a household <laughs> with a gun than you know. And it's it's just hilarious the two of them trying to figure out their way. Yeah. Sunita Mani and John Reynolds mm-hmm. uh play Sue and Jack. <laughs> John Reynolds apparently is like pretty well known at this point. Uh, but I don't recognize him.
1: I don't either.
0: He sounds exactly like John C. Riley, which is hilarious.
1: That's crazy because he looks nothing like him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's bizarre. (laughs) But like, I mean, it's it's a classic, you know, Willis 90-minute movie Mm -hmm. that is just fun. You know, it's not like 100% and it's one of those that like if you dive into the details of it a little bit, it kind of you know, falls apart, but
1: sure. But that's not what this movie is for. It's just, yeah. a, it's just throw it on, watch yeah. it for 90 minutes.
0: And the aliens are small, little fuzzy, like balls that, <laughs> you know,
1: of course, it's, of course it's they are. Uh, where do I find this? Oh, it looks like Hulu.
0: Hulu. Yeah. I, I was looking for a movie to watch on Saturday morning. Um, mm. and I got deep into the Hulu back catalog and then I was Clearly. Like, I'm going to hit play on this.
1: I was going to say, because this was not on the front page, I'm telling you that. Yes, right <laughs> no,
0: not even a little bit. Shout out uh, Eleanor Wilson and Alex Hudson Fisher, mm-hmm. uh, the directors. Yep. Good stuff, good stuff.
1: That's awesome. And to be honest, like seven people that I'm following on Letterboxd have seen this. So I'm like, okay, people have watched this movie. Yeah. I'm down. Okay, adding it to my watch list now. Nice. Sick. Nice. Um, uh, did you have something you to piggy to back off of that? Or I, d- was the other I one? don't.
0: I have two others that will pair well together so we can. Oh, I can defer perfect. to you for the next one.
1: All right. So I uh, like I was talking to Willis off mic, I have been slacking this week and haven't checked out that much. So um, I have very little to share this week. But one Scandals. of the things that I did check out was a recommendation that came in on Friday of last week uh, from a mutual friend of ours, Danielle, who texted me during. My, the place that i works company like dinner which was funny mm-hmm. and she's just like you have to watch this movie it is literally directly up your alley it's called butterfly kisses it's on tubi it's mm-hmm. found footage and i was like say less here we go 20 hours later i'm firing <laughs> it up let's go and uh it literally is exactly up my alley basically this movie found footage horror it's set up like a mockumentary, like I've talked, uh, The Bay, Mon- Lake Mungo, there's a ton of them that are set up like that. And I love that as a storytelling technique mm-hmm. because I, I love watching documentaries. So it just makes sense to me. And this film follows uh, a filmmaker named Gavin who is who finds, he basically comes into the possession of this box of mini DV tapes that were supposedly from these other two film students who were trying to capture this urban legend on camera the urban legend Mm -hmm. being this guy called the blink man i think where if you go up to this trestle bridge and stare down the tunnel on this like train track late at Mm -hmm. night and you stare down the tunnel without blinking for one hour which is literally impossible Mm -hmm. uh you see him and then every time you blink after that he gets closer and closer Ah. and closer and closer until he's up against you and you feel his eyelashes on your face like butterfly kisses so i was like mm-hmm. oh that's really it. i like i like this and literally exactly what it what it says it's going to be <laughs> but the thing i'll say is the movie the way it's told is that everybody thinks this guy is lying everyone mm. the movie is the documentary crew following this guy around trying to get people on board with this premise and no one believes him ghost hunters he goes to like all of these different like weird meetings with people and they're all like this is fa- this could be faked this is you can't prove anything on this he even goes on a uh, a radio talk show and they actually get Eduardo Sanchez who's the director of Blair Witch project to call yeah. in and talk to him about this obviously it's all staged and everything sure. like that but i thought that was a great touch because he's just talking about how like man you know if you're gonna do this, you gotta you're gonna ruin your career because this is obviously a hoax. Like, why would you, you know, throw yourself down the road of this is yeah. real? And I just thought that was so interesting because you're falling this this asshole, let's be real, <laughs> trying to convince everybody that thinks this thing is real. And I just thought that was really, really interesting. Not the greatest film ever, but none of these really are. But it literally is exactly what I wanted it to be. It's like 90 minutes even with commercials cuz it was on Tubi um yeah. it gets scary in parts like there are moments I'm like oh this is this is intense um but it was unique and I'm like I'm looking for those kinds of you know experiences when it comes to found footage now cuz I've seen so many sure. it's hard to kind of throw me off but this one did um so yeah butterfly kisses it's on Tubi for free so if that sounds nice. appealing to you check it out really easy to watch and different a little different it than, looks like you know. it's
0: on uh paramount plus too
1: oh is it oh that's awesome
0: so you can watch it without if i'm looking at the same thing on letterboxd yeah
1: yeah it, it might be but yeah so butterfly kisses nice. thank you danielle <laughs> literally nice. <laughs> nice.
0: i will i will tie into that um and talk about a movie wherein uh people are not believed Ooh. i think you saw this on letterboxd but last night i watched um oh yeah knock at the cabin yeah, dude. Um, and I will say, and we'll get this to this in a moment, um, I have had a very Shyamalan uh, week because I have also watched Old. Mm-hmm. So, But let's start with Knock at the Cabin.
1: <laughs> let's start with Knock at the Cabin.
0: I'm going to try and contain myself as much as I can <laughs> while we're doing this because I don't want to sit here for half an hour talking about uh, Knock at the Cabin. But <laughs> I did not like this movie. So, okay. In terms of filmmaking, there are really good parts of this. This movie is structured really well. Mm -hmm. Um, The pacing is really well done. I love Dave Bautista. Mm -hmm. I I was thinking about this earlier of ranking like (laughs) the major professional wrestler actors. And I'm like, The Rock's at the bottom of this list right now. Yeah. Like if you have John Cena, David Bautista and uh, Dwayne Johnson, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. This one kind of puts Dave Batista at the top for me. Um, yeah. Like, there's... There, he's doing stuff. He is. But... So, filmmaking-wise, like, w- a well-done movie. Like, M. Night Shyamalan knows yeah. how to make movies. He's
1: been making movies for, like, 30 years.
0: <laughs> In terms of the story and, like, just the whole... I... I... <laughs> nah, man. Like... <laughs> So I'll put a spoiler warning on this because I don't think you yeah. can really talk about this movie without spoiling it um, no, and you've seen no. it. So spoilers yeah. ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, and we'll say that for old too. But um, yes. if I was these people who have been uh, captured by these four people, the if I was this family that has been captured by these four people, mm-hmm. I would like not in a million years do what they say. Of course. It's just the whole thing is absurd. And I'm like, the thing that really got me, I'll start here. The thing that really got me is this family at no point was in any kind of danger. Right. There were no stakes whatsoever until shit started getting weird at the end. Right. Like Like they
1: couldn't die by their hand.
0: Like, yeah. Like literally (laughs) I'm sitting there. It's like, okay, so I'm like, this is the situation. I'm sitting here. I'm tied up. There are four people in my house who are going to kill themselves within the next day. Right. And then those four people will no longer be in my house. Right. Like, I just have to wait them out. Like, horrifying that they're killing themselves in front of me, but I'm in no real danger. Sure. I have no reason to be scared. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I get that, although I will say, I don't know that I would believe that if I was in their position. I don't know that I would believe that they're not going to hurt me. Until, like, you get further on into the movie and you realize, like, what's going on more. But I would just be like, these dudes are nuts. Something is going to happen to me.
0: Well, and I kept expecting that it was not what they were saying. Uh, Sure. Me too. Yeah. Because everything, all the evidence they offer is, like, nothing. They They offer no evidence. They literally
1: explain it away.
0: (laughs) They're, like, turn on the TV and, like, there's this thing and they're, like, this is what I saw in my vision. Right. And I'm like, dude, prove it. Like you could I right. like I thought this movie was going to turn into like a a conversation about our belief in fake news and like mm. how easily people can be manipulated by information that's given to them and things like that. And instead right. it wasn't that at all. Yeah. <laughs> it was literally like <laughs> like they arrive, they explain what's gonna happen, and then that's exactly what happens, and then the movie ends. <laughs>
1: It's way more of a religious text than it is anything to do with science or yeah. misinformation.
0: But I'm also like, I don't, I don't buy that it's a religious text either because like that was my first thought is like, oh, these are the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Sure. But they're not. They're not.
1: Well, they're just no, like, they're not. <laughs> yeah, like they're messengers. like, oh, they're
0: the different parts of humanity. to ex- I don't know weird i was like <laughs> never felt any kind of tension throughout the whole movie
1: oh really yeah interesting maybe it's cuz i saw it in a theater
0: maybe possibly i just i, pfft, I don't know and it, it 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 sent me into this whole thing of like i may just not jam on m night shyamalan movies <laughs> cuz i'm like i can't think of many that i've liked Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Sixth Sense is Sixth Sense, you know, like. Sure. It's arguably brilliant filmmaking and all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. But even like on that, I'm like, it's still kind of that horror stuff that I don't jam on that much. Absolutely. Um, And then like, I really liked Unbreakable and I really like Split, Mm -hmm. but I like Split because of James McAvoy's performance. Right. And like, that's it yeah <laughs> you know the dudes made yeah. like what 12 13 movies at this point and i'm like easily i can be like yeah go for two
1: yeah yeah
0: that's not a good track record for me so
1: it's not and i also had this thought too literally today when i was thinking about him i was just like do i enjoy his style or do i just appreciate what he does because even with movies yeah. like signs or the village i i like the village for what it is it it's still not a hundred percent there like the yeah. dialogue, the way that people act, the storytelling, like you can poke holes in all of his movies like really, really easily, Yeah. Um, which I find to have a problem with. But I kind of accepted that and I'm like, well, if I can just kind of turn my brain off for a minute here and just like
0: watch what's going on. So that's like an interesting thing because having watched, this is like a middle thing and we're getting a little into a pixel splitters like primary conversation sure. here, but <laughs> it sent me down this whole kind of thing wherein I had a similar reaction to old Mm. in that, like as soon as you start thinking about old, Oh yeah. The whole thing is like absurdist falls apart. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which I was like, have our brains just been trained by the MCU over the past, you know, 13, 14 years to just like look for like to, Lose our ability to suspend our disbelief, yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, this is going to tie to that, that means that, 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 that. Like, we've become these like detectives about it. That it's just like, you know, when it doesn't add up, we're like, oh, well, that movie sucked, you know, right, right, which yeah. was
1: never a thing. Like, again, like I saw Scream a couple weeks ago, it's like, you can't. Pick that apart too much, like yeah. and I and I was I watched Speed like a couple weeks ago and I'm like, there's movies that you're just not supposed to think more deeply about. Yeah, and only recently has this become a thing where you're just like, oh wait a minute, but that it's continuity and a lot of that stuff is just like it doesn't make sense. But um, yeah, yeah, I
0: don't know. Doesn't fit in a greater world. So no, let me talk about Old for just a minute. um yeah. I had an easier time with Old than I did with Knock at the Cabin. Mm. I enjoyed it a little bit more. I think it was a little messier in that like there were parts that I was like, what's happening? Like Mm -hmm. they propose like a solution and then just ignore it completely. And then this and then that and then that. I felt like the themes of reconciliation were kind of just like thrown at Mm you. But I will say like it kept a conversation going between me and Jess of like, yeah, like, oh, my God, what do you think is going on here? Like, what do you think is going on here? Like, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was laughing the whole time through because the kid at the beginning makes a uh, off the hand comment that was like, I have 42 conch shells. Yeah. You know, and I was like, that's a really absurd thing to throw <laughs> in the beginning. I'm like, this beach is clearly turning people into conch shells you know and then i started like building uh like a mythos around the idea of these turning into and it's like there's the woman that has like a calcium deficiency and i'm like she's not going to turn into a conch shell because she doesn't have enough calcium to turn into a conch shell oh my god dude um and then it was like wasn't that and i was like a little disappointed because i was like what like come on m night shaman like
1: that arguably is more m night than what the movie ended up being (laughs) yeah. yeah
0: this kid just happens to have 42 conch shells and it's never referenced again. Oh, well, um, that's fantastic. Not that it would be. Yeah. Um, sure, I do sure. really appreciate the makeup in old it was really really well done. It the was. subtlety of a lot of this stuff was really um like I don't know the woman who had a calcium issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if you know her like her teeth disintegrated over the course of the Yeah. movie which is crazy. It was. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, wow you had- Yeah. Well, and then I have to say on this pod, just so every... Uh, this, spoilers again for old, but like yeah. <laughs> these kids that escape the beach at the mm-hmm. end
1: mm-hmm. are oh, like fucked. They're totally fucked.
0: Like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I, I was literally there. I'm like, there's no way these kids can have any kind of life now. No. Like all of their legal documentation says they're six yes. or 10. Yes. You know, and like imagine trying to like go to a job interview and being like, well... I was born, you know in twenty fourteen right, but I'm in my fifties uh there was, and have there was a no beach. I have no <laughs> job experience like well, at all
1: you have the mental capacity
0: of a young child, like you are yeah. a young child like <laughs> that was that was something Jess and I were hotly debating is like are these kids still like obviously they don't have the life experience but do they have the mental capacity of like a 6 year old or are their brains more like do they have more critical thinking abilities or are they still kids Oh
1: well yeah
0: it's, it's debatable and it's not very clear
1: it's not clear at all it's it's literally the deshamalan like end it yeah because there like, like there are next.
0: parts where you know um they like have, they're like scared and like running around be like, mom, mom, mom. But there are right. parts where they're like having debates about like, right. You know what they're going to do and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Right. Messy. Using
1: vocabulary that I'm like, you don't necessarily have that. Yeah, you're so a I six year old. Yeah. I think that's more of a Shyamalan, like getting ahead of himself and not really. Well, and I feel like that it's,
0: it's the same kind of thing that I'm like, is that me just trying to observe a larger universe? that doesn't necessarily have to be there. Right. I don't know. That's like me trying to give him like benefit of the doubt, but really I think I it's know. just messy filmmaking. So
1: I know, I know. Oh God!
0: So I am up to date on my Shyamalan's now. You are, except for his his TV show. Um, yes, which servant. Uh, the servant. Yes, which my wife has binged all four seasons of in the past week. So, um.
1: oh my God! Yeah, I we don't suggest. know how she did
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, but we, we watched old and then she binged all four seasons of the Serpent. Oh my God. And then we watched knock at the cabin. So, so
1: she's been nothing but Shyamalan for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's so. too much Shyamalan. Let me just say it's right a now. lot. It's a um, lot. that's hilarious. Uh, on a completely different note, the one movie I did get to see in theaters last week on a Tuesday night was Zach Braff's new movie, a good person, uh, starring Florence Pugh and Morgan Freeman. Yes. And, uh, Did not know what this movie was about. I had only seen the poster, never saw the trailer, but my friend Aaron was like, let's just go see this movie. We went and saw it. And it is a depressing-ass movie, man. This movie is literally about Florence Pugh, who plays the future um, daughter-in-law of Morgan Freeman, who, Mm -hmm. through a series of circumstances, gets into a horrendous car accident and renders two people dead. And the movie Mm -hmm. basically starts with her a year after the accident, Um, fully addicted to painkillers. Like It is a movie about the opioid crisis. Ah. It is a movie about alcoholism and PTSD. And I mean, it it dives into so many topics that I think are important, but it doesn't necessarily land. They don't all land because there's so many like survivor's guilt is brought up and um dealing with the fact that like you can't accept that you're a drug addict like there's there's moments in the movie yeah. like that and um it's so funny because the kid who's in this who plays the kid who turns old in old is in this movie too <laughs> yeah as a uh, as just somebody nice. she used to go to school with and his scene like they're in a bar and she basically is like asking to buy drugs from him yeah is one of the most devastating scenes i've seen in a long time where he's just basically like i'll give you anything you want but you have to tell me right now that you're a fucking junkie you have to say it because at mm. this point she has not accepted that she needs the drugs she just you know she's saying i'm in pain whatever it is and yeah. the movie's not amazing but it made me cry so much because yeah. there are m- moments in AA and NA where you just get these hyper realistic like retellings of these horrendous things that have happened to people that have led them go down these roads. And it made it really, uh, I think a lot of people should check this out because I think the stigma around drug addiction is you just want to do drugs. yeah. And that's not the case, man. People turn to drugs because of one thing or another. A lot of people turn to heroin because they've been prescribed Oxycontin from their doctor yeah. and they've become addicted because once you've taken like seven, you're basically addicted. Like that's the thing. And um it was just like a much deeper and more emotionally devastating movie than I was ready for coming from someone like Zach Braff. And yeah. uh,
0: he, he is really good at, at that like emotion stuff.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, flow is great. Morgan Freeman is great. You don't see them like this really ever. Like they're both down, like down, yeah. down on their luck and down on themselves. And it's a story about like, what I took away was, can you be a good person or can you just do good things? Because I don't think there is a good person. Once you've seen this movie, you're like, everyone is fucked. Everyone has done horrible things, either yeah. to themselves or whoever. And it's really not about that. It's about what good you can do for other people. And, mm. yeah. So, it's not an easy watch, but it, it did, like, emotionally, like, touch me in a way. So So, sure. um, a good person. It's... I don't know what else to say about it. It's just... All um, right. Yeah. <laughs> so...
0: I could throw one more out there. Okay. We're at 24 minutes though. Um, uh
1: yeah. Well,
0: is it important? I'll, is it something you want to talk? No, about? No, I not really. Okay. I watched weird. Oh yeah. Um, I watched weird. I'll just like, it was good. I really yeah. liked Daniel Radcliffe. Um, it had that, like everybody's in it comedy kind of style that like, uh, I feel like it was way bigger in the aughts and early like 2010s. Um, Definitely. That I miss. Like, I feel like we don't get that much anymore. Um, no. Just the sheer names of people involved in this. And it feels very much like a weird owl pulling that kind of thing off. Yeah. Um, But it was fun. Like it was, you know, exactly what I uh, <laughs> expected it to be. Um Yeah so yeah i you know weird found it <laughs> opened a uh, a roku account <laughs> so, <laughs> just you know, to watch just to watch uh, weird um dan
1: radcliffe as weird Al yeah. Yankovic.
0: i feel like i'm like almost obligated to go watch an emma watson movie i haven't seen now since i've watched Ooh. Uh, a daniel radcliffe oh, and true. a rupert grint movie
1: don't so. watch the circle if you're gonna do it watch you know <laughs> little
0: women <laughs> yeah, that that'd do that it's do. a great movie <laughs> Seen Beauty and the Beast, the live-action one.
1: Oh Oh my God.